Beyond the Mic with Sean Dillon. We're joined on the star line by an internationally renowned addiction psychiatrist and neuroscientist. His latest book, Unwinding Anxiety, is out now. We welcome Dr. Judson Brewer. Thanks for having me. Judd, let's go beyond the mic. You're known as a leader in your field of changing habits, and you've developed app-based treatments for smoking, emotional eating, and anxiety. Why was overcoming anxiety an important thing for you to tackle? Well, this had to do with some of my own anxiety. You know, I'd gotten panic attacks in residency training. And when I was a newly minted psychiatrist, I was struggling to help my own patients with anxiety. There's this term in medicine around how many patients you need to give a certain medication to before one person benefits. That is 5.15, so meaning that I was playing the lottery when helping my patients with their anxiety, about you know, getting about a 20% hit rate which is a little anxiety-provoking for me. <laughs> so I looked back into the research literature as a scientist wanting to figure out what I was missing. And in fact, uh, back in the 80s, it was suggested that anxiety could be driven in the same habitual process as other habits. And I was thinking, well, I've studied this. We've developed you know, pretty effective treatments for smoking and, and eating. Can we actually apply these to anxiety? How easy is it for a person to overcome mistakes from our past when family, friends, even our own memory brings up those painful oops moments. Yes, I, I like this phrase, you know, forgiveness is giving up hope of a better past. And what this highlights is that we can't change what's happened in the past, but we can change how we respond to, you know, the thoughts and, and things like that that come up when we think about the past. We can change those because we're dealing with those in the present moment. So it's really about how we are relating to our thoughts and emotions rather than trying to change things that have already happened. How can people throw rules out the window, especially when they deal with their own anxiety? Well, I would say, you know, some of these rule-based things our minds have come up with. For example, you know, just stop it. I don't know if you ever saw, there was this great Bob Newhart skit from the 70s where a woman walks into a therapist's office and he basically, you know, she says, I have this problem. He says, just stop it, you know. So it'd be great if that worked. If I, you know, my patients want to quit smoking, I could say, just stop it, or they want to stop being anxious, and I could say, just stop worrying. So those rules-based things are, are based on our brains trying to come up with ways to control our world or fix things. Yet the one thing that is certain is that the world is uncertain, and the things will be always changing. And so it's really about seeing that those old rules-based approaches haven't helped us in the past. So for example, with weight loss, you know, yo-yo dieting has been happening for decades and decades. Because people people are taking rules based approaches. Here it's about seeing and asking, are these rules based approaches actually working? And that provides the groundwork or the place to start for, for moving out of that because we're seeing that they're not actually working. It's time for the fast fire rocking eight. Eight random questions. Answer quickly with the first thing that comes to your mind. There is no pressure. Favorite place to think on the Brown campus? Uh, the uh, the quad. Habit that you once had? Uh, <laughs> overthinking. <laughs> I think we all overthink. Longest bike ride you ever took? Uh, it was uh, 100, plus, 100 plus miles. Jeez, where did you go? Uh, there was this uh, weekend ride that was a double century uh, when I was in college. It was uh, we, My friends and I drove out from Princeton to, it was Columbus, Ohio, down to Kentucky and back. Favorite place to hike? Oh, wow. I have a a gazillion of those. I love I love the White Mountains on the East Coast. I love the Rockies. Uh, 
I love the Himalayas. Uh, <laughs> there are a gazillion places I love to hike. What's your special talent? Oh, I don't really have any. I just love, uh, I would say, following Einstein. Uh, he says, I have no special talent. I'm just, I'm just passionately curious. Uh, I would say I am passionately curious. Though I would not equate myself with Einstein, just to be clear. <laughs> Favorite guilty pleasure is? Uh, guilty pleasure. You know, a lot of those have not been so pleasurable for me once I started paying attention. So let's see. I would say um, watching a movie at night. What's the one thing that scares you? Uh, surfing. If you're going to bring up movies, what's your favorite movie? Oh, wow. Uh, I, there are so many favorite movies. One is, is the, uh, <laughs> the, my brain saying, well, what about this one? What about this one? What about this one? There are so many. Empire of the Sun is one that comes to mind. Um, one of the earliest ones with uh, Christian Bale. Great movie. Now, your own research had to have changed since the coronavirus outbreak. What changes have you had to make to take on with clients and patients stuck at home? Uh, everything has gone virtual. My lab is virtual. My my clinic is virtual. Uh, all of the research that we do right now is online. So we've really moved to those online platforms. Fortunately, a lot of the work that we do is with digital therapeutics, with app-based mindfulness training programs. So a lot of those things could uh, continue as we had done them uh, before. And where can people find you? At drjud.com, D-R-J-U-D.com, where they can follow me on Twitter at Judd Brewer, D-R-E-W-E-R. He quit overthinking, loves the quad around Brown, <laughs> and has the special talent of passionate curiosity. We thank Dr. Judd Brewer for taking the time to talk with us today. And my pleasure. Thanks for having me. And that, my friends, is Beyond the Mic.